Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Peyton. So Peyton and I made lotion tonight. What kind of lotion did you make? Yeah, well, I made it. I made lotion too. Oh, you did? Yeah. You just came downstairs. What kind of lotion did you make? I made um, tired. Um, I made bedtime lotion, um, focus lotion. Mm-hmm. Um, 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 um. Clearing, like clear your mind. Mm-hmm. And then... Alert. Like, happiness. Happy. Oh, yeah, happy one. We, use, we got essential oils from uh, Whole Foods and a, a lotion that was unscented, and she made her own lotion. And if you guys want to make your own lotion, too, do you want to tell them your recipe? What, how much lotion you did was one half ounce, and she did five drops. So that's perfect, perfect for a kid. Or, or seven. Yeah, five to seven is perfect. Okay. And she put her sleepy lotion on 15 minutes ago and she can't keep her eyes open. Is that cr- isn't that crazy how that works? Okay. All right. So if you guys have trouble going to bed, sleepy lotion and what where's your where's your um where's the oil so we can I can read what it is. Well, okay, it's not down here, but if you go to Whole Foods, it's a whole four pack of kids. So it's a kids four pack of oil from Whole Foods. So there you go. You can make the exact lotion that Peyton made. Okay. Heidi Heckelbeck lends a helping hand. Chapter six. No magic answer. Aunt Trudy pulled up in front of the trash. Oh, in front of Trash Park. There were no cars around. Well, here we are, she announced. And it looks like we're the only ones here. Heidi hopped out of the car and waited on the sidewalk. Come on, she said excitedly. Are you sure this is an entrance? Aunt Trudy asked as she looked at the archway of overgrown bush brushes or bushes. Heidi turned around. It's it's like a tunnel, she said. Isn't it cool? Aunt Trudy brushed the swarm of gnats away from her face. Uh cool, she said uncertainly. <laughs> oh, hi. Hi, buddy. Lay down. <laughs> they walked to the meadow. Heidi pointed out the swing set with no swings and the broken teeter-totter. Aw, how sad she's going to save a park. That's so cool. How do you know? Well, I have a feeling that's what she's going to do. Look at the older people are there trying to make it nice. So then one more person, maybe it's just going to attract a bunch of people. Then Heidi saw the same elderly couple she and Lucy had seen the other day. Look, Heidi cried, pointing, it's them! Aunt Trudy waved nervously at the couple who had heard Heidi. They both had on work gloves and straw hats. The woman held the towel, the trowel, the trowel? I don't know what that is. I guess it's a shovel. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's a type of shovel. Oh, okay. And watering can. The man carried a flat of white daisies and purple asters. They waved back. Oh, my gosh, they're just planting. Wow. Do you know them, Aunt Trudy asked. 
Mm, not exactly, Heidi admitted. What do you think they're doing? Aunt Trudy and Heidi watched as the couple walked along the winding path and stopped in front of a small row of flowers blooming between a pair of overgrown bushes. Look, they have their very own garden, Heidi gasped, right here in the middle of Trash Park. Aunt Trudy, <laughs> Aunt Trudy and Aunt Heidi, admi- uh, Aunt Trudy and Heidi admired the garden from a distance. The flower beds had been lined in stones. It's so pretty, Aunt Trudy said as they watched the elderly couple plant more flowers. Then she put her arms around Heidi. Is this why you brought me here? Do you want to make blah blah blah? Do you want to make Trace Park beautiful again? Heidi bobbed her head up and down. Yes, she cried. Can you help me, Aunt Trudy? Can we come with can we come up with a spell? Aunt Trudy squeezed Heidi close to her side. I'm not sure the book of spells has a magic answer for a project like nope. this. But maybe I can help you. Heidi threw her arms around her aunt. Thank you. I just knew you'd understand. Aunt Trudy looked at her niece right in the eye. Make no mistake, it's going to be a lot of hard work, she's, she warned. Heidi flexed her, flexed her arm muscle. No problem, she said. Like, I like hard work. And do you know what else I like? Aunt Trudy raised an eyebrow. Ice cream, she guessed. Correctamundo, Heidi cried. Exactamundo, Heidi cried. Race you to the car. Chapter 7, Action Plan. Heidi and Aunt Trudy needed to round up a cleaning crew to save Trace Park. First, Aunt Trudy got permission from the town of Brewster, uh, 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 from the town of Brewster and notified Brewster's Park and Recreation Volunteer Program. Then she sent an email asking her friends for help. Oh my gosh, what did I say? Everybody's going to come and help. At home, Heidi designed a special flyer that said, "Save Trace Park. What what? Cleanup day." When? Saturday, May 5th. To this weekend is Saturday, May 6th. Isn't that funny? Wow. At 8 a.m. until 5 p.m. Where? Trace Park. Tomorrow's May 5th. <clears throat> I know. But that's saying the cleanup is Saturday, May 5th. But tomorrow's May 5th. And that would be like this weekend if we were in Heidi World. That's funny. Where? Trace Park. Please bring gloves, rakes, shovels, trowels, brooms, gar- garbage bags. Garage bags. Garbage bags and snacks to share. Heidi drew a garland of flowers as a border around her flyer and then a little red wheelbarrow at the bottom corner. She showed the flyer to her parents. It's beautiful, Heidi, Dad said, and I would like to donate a large dumpster to your cleanup day. Dumpster? Like you have to bring a dumpster to take to dump a bunch of garbage? Uh. Which, honestly, the city should be doing, but okay. Heidi hugged her dad. And I'm going to ask my friends at Rolling Stone Nursery to donate flowers and plants, Mom said. Heidi clapped her hands. That would be so perfect, she cried. Henry wanted to help, too. Oh, that would be perfect because remember, just like the store from, I mean, the garden center from Mm -hmm. the girl that I work with, Helena's um, garden center, they throw away flowers. Mom, can you bring up those? Yep, I can bring them up. Um, Heidi, Heidi clapped her hands. That would be so perfect, she cried. Henry wanted to help too. He stood in front of Heidi with his hands behind his back. Guess which guess which hand? Heidi pointed to Henry's left hand. Good guess, he said. And then he pulled a plastic robotic arm from behind his back. Can I 
I can pick up tons of trash with this, he said. Then he squeezed the trigger at the top of the robotic arm and the claw closed and opened. Cool, Heidi said. There's also a thing called hands. That's true. Yeah, I know. I think that would actually be probably faster. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Cool, Heidi said. Yeah. Heidi held out the robotic... Henry held out the robotic arm and Heidi shook its hand, or rather, claw. The next day at school... Heidi, Lucy, and Bruce made copies of her flyer and handed them out all over school. Even Principal Pennypacker even made a Save the Trace Park announcement over the loudspeaker. Soon, everyone began to talk about Saving Trace Park. After school, Heidi and her friends slipped flyers in the mailboxes in the neighborhood. That's cool. Do you think anyone will show up, Heidi said? Lucy placed the last flyer in a mailbox. Of course, she said. I will, for one. She held out her hand, palm side down in front of her friends. Me too, Bruce agreed, laying his hand on top of Lucy's. Me three, Heidi added. Then she placed her hand on top of Bruce's. Then we're all in. Chapter eight, roll up your sleeves. Hey, Peyton, we could do this for the park in Bodega. Because it's totally run down, huh? Mm-hmm. Neighbors and friends from all oh, from all over Brewster arrived at Trace Park on Saturday morning. They had shovels and clippers and rakes and lots of other gardening tools and supplies. Bruce's dad even brought his tractor and began to mow the meadow. Heidi's mother and Aunt Trudy started clipping overgrown bush- bushes with hedge trimmers, and then Heidi's dad dragged the branches into a pile for composting. Henry picked up stray trash with his shiny robotic claw, and Heidi and her friends pulled weeds like thistles, dandelions, that's not a weed, dandelions are really, really good medicine, and crabgrass. What a fantastic turnout, Mm, Heidi told. No, dandelions. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But most people say they're weeds, but they don't realize the medicine that they're, they're really incredible. If you ever have a tummy that doesn't let you poop every day, dandelions, literally dandelion a day will make the poop go away. <laughs> what a fantastic turnout, Heidi told Lucy. Even Melanie showed up. Lucy yanked a dandelion up by its roots, but she's not exactly working. She's just bossing people around. Stop. Don't, I mean, technically if you pull... The, the dandelion out, mm-hmm. the seeds will spread because, like... Only if you let it. Yeah. Heidi watched Melanie shouting orders. Pick up that piece of trash, directed directed Melanie, pointing out an empty french fry carton to Henry. And will somebody please move this giant rock? Heidi grumbled. What a bossy boss lady. Aunt Trudy, who had been listening in, stopped trimming for a moment. Well, I think that... I think it's nice that Melanie came to support your cause, Heidi, she said. It shows that she actually cares. Heidi smiled. Wow, she thought. Melanie is actually supporting my project? Then a red pickup truck rumbled beside the park. It was Principal Pennypacker and Mr. Doodleby. They unloaded lots of wood and lots of power tools, and they set up two sawhorses and unfolded some building plans. Are you going to make new park? Oh, are you going to make new park benches? Heidi explained. 
exclaimed. Lucy stood up to see. A new picnic table, she cried. The hum and buzz of hard work echoed through the morning air. Slowly, Heidi began to believe that they could actually make Trace Park beautiful again. Chapter 9. Makeover. Miss Richards, the owner of Rolling Stone Nursery, unloaded flowers and plants from the back of her truck. Heidi and Lucy ran to greet her. May we help? Heidi asked. Miss Richards held out a purple flower. Of course, she said. The girls helped carry all the plants when they cleared the space for new flower beds. Miss Richards helped them scoop holes and place the flowers in the dirt. They pushed the loose dirt into the holes and patted it with their fingers. Nearby, Bruce and Stanley rubbed wood stain on the new park benches. Melanie, of course, helped by directing the boys. You missed a spot, she shouted. Don't forget the back. In the middle of the park, some grown-ups had prepared tables and sandwiches and chips and water and grapes, pitchers of lemon lemonade, pitchers of lemonade, <laughs> sat at the end of each table. Oh, water and lemonade. At noon, everyone took a break for lunch. Heidi popped a grape in her mouth. Then she noticed the elderly couple who had the secret garden. They were walking in her direction. She waved at them. Are you responsible for this cleanup day? The woman asked. Heidi nodded and explained how she had organized the Save Trace Park project. This, re <clears throat> this reminds me of what the park used to look like when I was a little girl, the woman said. Then she pointed to the old tires lying in the meadows. You see those tires? They used to hang from ropes in the trees, and we used to use them as swings. This made her husband laugh. I remember that, he said. And, we, and when, the rope broke, we used when the ropes broke, we used the tires for bases in our kickball games. Everyone gathered around to hear stories of what Trace Park had been in the past. What a wonderful idea to invite the whole community to restore this park, the woman said. Aunt Trudy put her arm around Heidi. It was all Heidi's idea, she said. We just came to lend a hand. The man and woman thanked Heidi and said, Now, how can we help? Chapter 10, Live on 5. By the end of the day, Trace Park looked new. Why didn't we do this sooner? Aunt Trudy asked as she admired their work. Heidi's mom took off her gardening gloves and ruffled Heidi's hair. It's because nobody thought of it until one clever girl had a good idea, she said. Heidi blushed pink. Well, all Trace Park needed was just a helping hand, she said. It needed a lot more than just a helping hand, Henry said, as he tugged Heidi's arm with his robotic claw. Heidi brushed the claw away and, directed her and corrected herself. Okay, it needed a lot of helping hands and one robotic arm. Henry clacked his robot pinchers happily. Then an unexpected van pulled up alongside the park. It had a satellite dish on top of it. On the side of the van in fancy lettering was the slogan, Live on Five. Is that the local TV station? Asked Bruce. What are they doing here? A lady in a gray suit and a thin red scarf got out of the van. She had a stylish pixie haircut and silver earrings, and she carried a microphone in her hand. A camera stepped out behind her. It's Abby Anchor, the news reporter, Melanie exclaimed, and she's coming this way. 
Everyone looked to see what would happen next. The reporter walked up to the crowd and said, Excuse me, I'm looking for somebody named Heidi Heckelbeck. Heidi's mouth dropped open. That's me, she said, but how do you know my name? The reporter looked over her shoulder. Well, these are my parents, she said. The elderly couple came the elderly pup couple from the park stepped forward. They told me about what you've done for Trace Park. Would you allow me to interview you? Heidi looked over at her parents for approval. May I, she begged. May I please be on TV? Mom and Dad gave Heidi two thumbs up. Hey, wait, what about me, Henry asked. Can I be on TV too? I picked up lots of trash with my robotic arm claw. The reporter stooped down. I'd like to do a special segment on just you, she said. Henry gasped and covered his mouth. Then he exclaimed, whoa, I'm going to be famous. Everyone laughed. Then Heidi and the camera guy lifted the camera onto his shoulders and followed Heidi and Abby around the park. The crowd watched and waved as the camera at the camera as Heidi showed off what they had done. These were made at our school. These were made by our school principal and our art teacher," said Heidi, pointing to the freshly stained park benches. They also built three new picnic tables, and all my friends helped stain them. Bruce, Lucy, and Melanie waved at the camera. Heidi took Abby to the next playground. This swing set was donated by the Lancasters, Heidi exclaimed, explained. And over here we have new teeter-totters donated by the Bickersons. Then Heidi showed Abby the gardens that she and Lucy had planted, along with the mowed meadows and trimmed bushes and trees. After Abby interviewed Henry... She asked all the volunteers to gather, and Heidi stood in front. You've done a great job, Heidi, Abby said on live camera. Our whole community thanks you. Everyone clapped. Looks like you're a real superstar, Aunt Trudy whispered, hugging her niece close. I couldn't have done it without you, Heidi whispered. Heidi could not believe it. The crowd filled with her friends and family cheered again. Wow, Heidi thought helping out was even more fun than casting a spell. Well, almost. Are you asleep, Pepe? Wow, you guys. Oh, okay. I was going to say that that lotion potion worked well. Oh my gosh, that's what it is. You can call it lotion potion. Mm -hmm. That's cute. Okay, talk to you later, guys. Say goodbye. Bye. See you on May 5th tomorrow which would be today, right? And the book happens on May 5th. Anyways, okay, bye.